Hello, America. It is so nice to be with you tonight. You know, for 12 years now, we here in the Republic have been learning and seeking and listening to our hearts and questions as to what is wrong with America. What happened to our nation over the years that has allowed us to be in the situation we're in right now? Tonight, I will ask you some of the same questions we have asked ourselves. Then I'll speak into the answer. America, we are the Republic for the United States of America. We are the people that took seats back from the corporate America that they left back in 1871. We took those seats, we turned the lights on, we dusted them off, and we sat at them, and we're holding them for you, the people. We in the Republic understand that it's the people that are in charge. It's the people that are the ones with the power and the authority to say to those that are sitting in Congress what they want. We've all heard on the news or radio the announcers and the commentators say that this is a democratic republic. That's an oxymoron. You cannot have both at the same time because they are opposite of each other. One does things backwards than what the other one does. In 1775, a war started right here on the eastern part of our nation. It was between Britain and America. And by America, I mean a few men with single-shot muskets, which took around six to eight seconds to reload and be ready to fire again. But we had something the Brits did not have. We had something to fight for, freedom. In 1776, a few men called the Continental Congress wrote a document called the Declaration of Independence, which in so many words told King George of England what to do and how far to stick it. They were sick and tired of the taxes imposed by the king. They were sick and tired of his words with no actions, and they were ready to kill for their freedom from those English army troops stationed in their homes, their businesses, and their churches who raped women, killed innocent fathers, and stole money and goods from the people without any justice being done. Needless to say, the colonists were ready for a fight, but still they didn't want death and destruction to come in or on their own land. Yet what makes a man do what he has to do, which takes him through the fear, and yet do what is right? America was set up on godly principles, under the laws of nature and under nature's God. She was set up to be run by people themselves, because after all, without people, you have no commerce, no business, no action, no day-to-day -day life, 
and no government. This new government was imposed to be run by the everyday people, not lifelong politicians. This new government came into existence in 1791 when 12 of the 13 states endorsed and voted for the Constitution for the United States of America. In that Constitution, it states that it is the supreme law of the land, which means that every state in the Union will only have laws that are within the bounds of the Constitution itself, that no law that a state makes will be made outside of those boundaries. That Constitution states in Article 1 how Congress will be established, how and what it will do, make laws, vote and pass on those laws, and how they are to be written. It tells us that only Congress can make laws, that no one else has the constitutional power to make any laws without a bill coming from Congress, that it is the only way for a law to be brought before the president's desk to be signed. In Article 2, we have the executive branch, where the president is in charge of that entire branch and only that branch, not the Congress or the judicial, just the executive. He has power to do what executives and businesses do, spend the money that Congress gives him, send the troops into battle for the preservation of our nation and republic, and to protect the laws of the Constitution. All law enforcement is accountable to the executive branch, and all military is as well but only the standing armies, the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, and the Marines. Article 2 also lays out the procedure for voting for president and vice president, and it is not what you see take place today. Then we have Article 3, which is the judicial branch. This branch is what keeps the other two branches in check. They determine if what law is within the bounds of the Constitution, or if it's not, what needs to be done. And those actions the executive branch does is constitutional or not. Then the Supreme Court, they are to lay out the law and say it's either constitutional or it is not. The Constitution not one time ever states that judges can make laws from the bench or write an opinion that then becomes law. It never gives any judge the power to make law, just oversee if the laws from Congress into the signing by the president are lawfully done. So America... I ask you this question. Have you in your lifetime ever seen a presidential election done by writing names on the ballot, 
have the people vote for who they want, send it to their state electors, have them vote based upon what the people said in their voting, then have that sent to the Congress. To have it read upon the House floor in January to officially vote for a new president. That within the list of names, the person who got the most votes became president. And the person who got the second most votes became the vice president. Have you ever seen that happen? No? Then you do not live in a free society. Because what you see is a breakdown of a two-party system in which you only have two teams of two individuals who the party wants to have elected. At the Democratic and Republican conventions, you don't have electors, you have delegates who choose the man running for president. You live under a government run by something other than the Constitution. Therefore, you live under a democracy where the mob rules, where the people have hardly no say. Have you been, have you seen your law enforcement agencies decline in their power and authority because of liberal leaders in local offices who think they're God's gift to mankind, yet they impose Satan's rule of conduct? Then you do not live under a constitutional republic but a mob-run democracy. Have you seen your food prices go up because one man, his unruly behavior in the office of the president? What about your gasoline for your cars, diesel for your trains and trucks, oil production to manufacture those fuels? And what about the breakdown of the family? How about when they allow people like Black Lives Matter and Antifa just burn down cities and towns, kill people, cause havoc in places, intimidate people to vote a certain way, yet they call that peaceful protesting. But let the Capitol Police allow people in the Capitol building after knowing the Speaker of the House turned down help from a sitting president, then create a situation where one woman is shot and killed by the Capitol Police, and they break out a window and blame it on the people inside, all because they don't like the sitting president. Why? Well, you see, he was giving power back to the people, like the republic form of government states in the Constitution. Biden, Pelosi, Schumer, and the likes will not allow any form of the opposite side to be on the committee hearing the false lies from their own people paid to speak. That is not a constitutional government. The second paragraph in the Declaration of Independence gives the people that would be you the right and it calls it your duty to tear down that tyrannical government and rebuild back their republic constitutional government. So how would you do that? We have to go back into law. 
and use the Northwest Ordinance. It was written in 1787. It gave Congress and the President powers to place governors and judges in the territories. Now you say, but here on the lower 48 states, we have no territories. Well, let's say that tonight at 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the corporate government totally collapses. All things U.S. Corp, all agencies, all cabinet positions, all ca uh, Congress and all judges were suddenly not funded by the federal bank using fake money. What happens to the states? Now, since all the states are corporations connected to the federal government, they lose their name and they lose their stature as a state. They become like a territory. Remember, the corporation is gone, and so is the state, because it was a secondary-level federal corporation. The name remains like Indiana, California, Illinois, but the legislative power, the judicial power, and the executive power is gone. Basically, you're left with just a territory. People with no name until someone comes and gives them a name. That, my friend, is called the Republic for the United States of America. Jesus Christ is your Savior in the spiritual sense, but the Republic is the only one in this country that will save your freedoms and your pursuit of happiness as spelled out by our founding fathers. It comes only by way of the constitutional republic form of government, a governed by the people, for the people, and by the people. This is the difference between the two types of government, democracy and republic. The democracy is run and ruled by the few, where the republic is run by the entirety of the people, which is for the people. In a democracy, the power lays at the very top. In the republic, the power lays at the bottom. The Northwest Ordinance gives Congress and the president the power to appoint governors and judges in each of the territories. So after a collapse, or a takedown of the corporate government, immediately the military will step in and clean house, so to speak, on the capitals of the former corporate states, as well as in D.C., and over a period of 30 to 60 days, there will be a transition made between the democracy-run corporate government into the constitutional republic, where you, the people, will gain power in your voices which we'll be talking about next week. The Northwest Ordinance is the link from nothing to something for you and I as we begin to transition from a hellish government to a heavenly style of government where common law or God's law will be the rule of the day, where judges will not rule on opinion 
but actual law, where the president is only the head of his executive branch, and Congress can once again do what the Constitution provides for them to do. Under the Republic, there will no longer be the likes of the Bidens or the Pelosi's and so forth, but everyday people like you who for a short time in your life may sit in the halls of Congress and make laws that will benefit all of us, not just a few, and where the judges can rule based solely on the law and not pressure from corporations with huge accounts and money trying to sway an opinion, and where the president of the republic can once again run the executive branch under the laws of God and not the laws of the rich. America, we are living in a time today where I can't guarantee you tomorrow. I don't know if you know this or heard this, but while they are distracting you with the January 6th hearings, Russia is starting to send troops into Nicaragua right now. Nicaragua signed a pact with Russia, and while the war in Ukraine's going on, they're flying troops to Central America. In case you don't know, Nicaragua is just north of um, Costa Rica and just south of Honduras, who's already a socialist nation. So you want to think that you're free here in America. The U.S. military last week went to DEFCON 3. Now, in case you don't know what a DEFCON rating is, there are five of them. Five meaning total peace, one meaning all-out nuclear war. We are now at three. We didn't stop at four. We went from five to three in one second. Why? Because China threatened us. They threatened to take New York City off the map if we got involved in Taiwan. And Russia sending troops in to Nicaragua. You think that's bad? All military, the leaves are canceled. Liberty may be just on base. And you need to be ready at a given moment to leave to wherever in the world within 15 minutes. I know. I served both in the Marines and the Navy. I know we drilled on these things. And just to let you know, unless you're about my age, in your 60s, you will not remember President Kennedy and the Cuban Missile Crisis. That was the last time this nation was at DEFCON 3. We actually dropped it to DEFCON 2 before it was over. This is where we stand tonight. Be prepared. But understand, there's a republic for the United States of America. And as much as it hurts me to say this, 
but all the other groups you hear of out there, they have not done what we have done. They have not prepared for you, the American people, like we have prepared with the paperwork, the documents sent to the world, to the UN, to the Joint Chiefs, to the Hague. We are the only group. We are the only people. We are the only republic that can make this happen for you. And we need you to support us. Governor Henning, would you please tell the American people how they can get involved in their republic? Thank you, uh, Justice Waters. Thanks for sharing your insight and your wisdom with the American people and, and the people of the world. Everybody talks about convention of states. 2010, America's Republic, who you're listening to now, the we the people, have already had our convention of states in 2010. And the paperwork has been filed, as Justice Waters had mentioned. It's called the Declaration of Sovereign Intent and the Proclamation of Claim of Interest. You can look those documents up, read them, and study them. Understand at republic4unitedstatesofamerica.org. There you can find many other documents and videos and audios. You can listen to all of our archive radio shows like you're listening to now at republic4unitedstatesofamerica.org. Educate yourself. Share this with your children, your grandchildren. This is real important at this time in history, America. Stand up. This is your republic, we the people. You know, our founding fathers used the Holy Bible. Uh, they used it for a biblical law form here in America. They've written the Constitution of the United States of America for all of us to understand and follow and what the rule of law is, what common law is. You know, our, our friends Dave and Jean Hurtler are the authors of Reinhabited Books. Volume 1 is the Republic for the United States of America, Volume 1 of America's Truthful History. You can buy that book at reinhabitedrepublic.com or Amazon or Barnes & Noble. Uh, Dave and Jean donated their time and these books to We the People or to the Republic here in America uh, for you. For any any of the funds that come in goes right into the treasury here for our America's Republic. Uh, volume 2 is Reinhabited Republic for the United States of America, Volume 2, The Story of the Reinhabitation. And again, written by Dave and Jean Hurtler. You can also buy that book at Barnes & Noble, Amazon.com, or reinhabitedrepublic.com. And let's not forget our restoration president who started all this as our president, and he has been uh, incarcerated, I believe, since 2012. Pray for him. Help support him. You can find out where you can support President Turner on our national website at republic4unitedstatesofamerica.org. America, you know, it is time. It's for time for all of us to stand up. This isn't a time to be confused or in fear. You know, our Father God says, do not be in fear. You know, we believe that we walk through the, the valley of shadow of death without any fear at all. It's time to educate yourself and take control of this great American republic that our forefathers left for us to protect and enjoy. We are holding your seats and the title to America's republic. You just need to want it back. Take ownership of your part and spread the word, America. Invite your friends to this radio show. It's so important that we all get together and communicate with each other and restore America's Republic peacefully and lawfully. There's people on the line right now. You can also dial 657-383-0616. 
and press one if you'd like to talk to anybody here on the line. I believe at this time I'm going to ask for Dave Hurtler. Do you have anything you want to add to the show this evening? Well, what's really amazing, thank you so much, uh, Governor Henning and Justice Water, another great presentation. What's really amazing is if I go back over 200 years ago, the spearhead to the Continental Congress was John Adams, who cornered Jefferson to write the Declaration of Independence. He said this. He said this. He wrote it down. He says, democracy will soon degenerate into an anarchy, such an anarchy that every man will do what is right in his own eyes, and no man's life or property or reputation or liberty will be secure, and every one of these will soon mold itself into a system of subordination of all the moral virtues and intellectual abilities and the powers of wealth, beauty, wit, and science to the wanton pleasures, the capricious will, and the excarable, abominable cruelty of one or very few. Now, the capricious, capricious means arbitrary, careless, changeful, contrary will. The excarable or abominable cruelty of one or very few, excarable means utterly detestable, abhorrent, atrocious, damnable, cursed. He said that over 200 years ago. Where are we living today? I yield the floor back to you, Governor Henning. Thank you. Isn't it amazing, America? You know, John Adams said that hundreds of years ago, and here we are today looking that right in the face. Thank you, David, for sharing that with America. Representative Binder from the Free State of Iowa, would you like to close us in prayer, please? Yes, sir. It would be an honor and a privilege. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know, once a despotic government has been removed, if there isn't something to take its place, there are vacuum forms then, and what you have is people claiming to be your friend, wanting to set up government, and it's just another tyrannical government starting all over again. Well, like Ron White used to say, about the current government that we have at this point in time, the corporation, you can't fix stupid. So we need to re- set up a republic. So let's go to the Lord in our prayer. Elohim, our Heavenly Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus to speak life into our people, our nation, our republic. And in doing so, lay claim to the land that we love, America. A land of milk and honey, of amber waves of grain. A land where promoting the progress of science and useful arts by securing for limited times to authors and inventors the exclusive right to their respective writings and discoveries is practiced. A land where worshiping Creator God as each sees fit to do is a priority to necessary spiritual well-being. Father, we are thankful for what we still hold on to and that it is made possible by the sacrifice of service of so many of our most astute patriots those who fight battles on land and on sea, those who fight on foreign soil and here at home as well. And now we are faced with an even more important battle for all the marvels in the spirit realm. Ephesians 6, verses 12 to 13 tells us, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and against the worldly governors, the princes of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness which are in high places, for this cause you must take unto us the whole armor of God, that we may be able to resist in the evil day, and having finished all things, stand fast. With the Lord and with the gospel I'm on, taking ground, because now we know who we are. Father God, we pray that you watch over this republic. We pray that you get James Timothy Turner out of prison, 
because he's been a prisoner for a very long time, and uh, he has done nothing wrong. God save the public. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Representative Binder. Thank you, Justice Waters, for sharing your wisdom and your insight for the American people. And David Hurtler also, thank you for your wisdom, for your sharing with the American people. America, it's so important that we stand together. We have to be united in this venture about peacefully and lawfully restoring America's republic. And I thank everyone that has stood. There's many of us across the country that have done that. I think we're in a pretty good place right now. Just need to take this seriously, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is your government. This is uh, this is your freedoms. You know, do you want to be able to have your freedoms, or do you want somebody else to decide what your freedoms are? Amen. Yeah, we are holding the seats for you, the American people. God bless America. <laughs>